Welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I'm Lydia Pierre, founder and CEO of Pierre Branding Group. We help create stories that resonate with audiences to forge unforgettable, unique brand experiences. These stories ultimately become infused with all aspects of the client's branding, thereby turning entrepreneurs into media celebrities by growing their authority and helping them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal to you how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Hello there and welcome to Leaders on the Rise. I am your host, Lydia Pierre, CEO of Pierre Branding Group. And today we have the amazing, the beautiful, the gorgeous Stacy Wallace. I'm you. so excited to be here. <laughs> yes, thank you, Stacy, for being on with us. You look amazing, sound amazing. I could feel your spirit all the way through this Zoom. I mean, amazing. How are you today? I well, let me just say, my my grandmother is getting ready to have her 100th birthday in just a couple of weeks. And her name is Lydia. No so way. I'm just saying, girl, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling Aww. longevity. I'm feeling the energy of all things that are going to happen. That are Amen. Good on that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you have so many amazing things going for you. I see you do music. You do psychology. You do like, wow, Stacey, you're an expert in business and personal life mastery. Like, what is your secret? How did you come about all of these amazing things you do to be 49% boss lady and 51% <laughs> missionary? Well, I, I was born into a very faith-based family. My grandpa was not only a minister, but he, he had a Bible college, raised up missionaries and sent them all over the world. And then my dad, of course, was the next generation, and he was a minister slash businessman. And so by the time it got to myself and my husband, we were serial entrepreneurs raising up big companies into the hundreds of millions and uh, building massive sales teams. But we also had this deep, rich uh, grounding in our faith. And so that's why I always say that despite the hundreds of millions of dollars that we've been able to do in business, the it's really more about the people's lives. We're not transactional, we're transformational. And so that's why I say 49% boss lady, 51% missionary, because really our entire mission and vision, our statement behind Fuel by Fire is to help CEOs, entrepreneurs, thought leaders build a purpose-driven, faith-based, and highly profitable life and business that they love without losing their peace. And there's a lot of ingredients that people, you know, really good at making money, but they're not great at doing marriage. They're really good at uh, doing marriage, but they're broke. And Mm -hmm. we help them build through seven F's, faith, family, finance, fitness, focus, freedom, and fun, a life and business that they love and one that they can pass on to their children. Wow. 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 I mean, amazing. And I, I love that you touched on the idea that you're Christian, you love the Lord, but you were able to make millions and millions of dollars, yeah. right? How how were you able to push past that mindset that most Christians tend to have? Like, like Christianity involves you being homely and humble and yeah. not aspiring for wealth and things of that nature. How were you able to move past that programming? I went through that too, actually. Mm. Um, we, I have been 
blessed to live a pretty phenomenal life of ups and downs. So of, of every accolade, there's a story of great wow. persecution and trauma. I was diagnosed, diagnosed with cystic fibrosis as a baby, which is a disease of the lungs back in the day. I'm 52. So back in the day when I was diagnosed, that's a death sentence that babies wow. usually died by the age of two. But it just so happens that in my life, if I go through the mile markers, and this is something we do in our coaching programs, when I go through the mile markers of the setbacks Mm -hmm. in my life, they've always been a precursor of a set up for someplace that God wants to use me to be a mouthpiece or an example or a leader to others. And so right where the enemy tried to kill me with my lungs is today where God uses me around the world and been able to share the stage with five U.S. presidents and the Olympics. I mean, there's just been so many things that I've been able to do that people would say is success. But really what makes it significant is the fact that it's rooted in God's calling on my life, the purpose on my life, the higher North star on my life. And so moving through when I was young, being in a preacher's home, you know, you don't drink, you don't chew, you don't go with boys that do, you live the the life that you're supposed to live. And then you realize life hits you. I was a really goody two-shoes girl that Ooh, was nom- <laughs> nominated for new female vocalist of the year in country music. I fell in love with a rodeo cowboy who ended up, uh, I ended up marrying him after seven months, he left me. It was abusive. And it was just so traumatic to me that again, it seems like God can't just create great leadership through people who have wins. You've Mm got to have some setbacks because when you have a setback, I always say, don't take a step back, but get ready for a comeback. Because usually a setback is God's way of setting you up to rethink, reboot, recalibrate, or even reinvent the way you do life and business. And for me, whether it's our house burning down or going through a serious loss in our family or family members dying of of cancer, all of those are just mile markers. They're information, but they're, I always say, if it can get to you, God has a plan on getting it through you so that your scars can become stars that light the way for someone else. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. First of all, the the, the poeticism that you have is amazing. Oh, you girl, said the, you I'm said a the seven F's. Oh my, she said I'm a rapper. You have the seven F's. You had like it was amazing. I mean, I need all of those jewels, first of all. I'm gonna need all of them written down so I can have them and put them on my walls. But I love how your story, I mean, the very thing that was an ailment for you that was set up to kill you is the very thing that you used to even. It's your gift. Like singing those same lungs are the lungs that you used to sing. The same lungs that you used to talk and speak and encourage people. The same lungs that you used to be able to just use your voice to share your message and to do all the amazing things that you've done. Look at God. Right. There's a song that goes, it's your breath in my lungs. So I lift up my praise. I lift up my praise. It's your breath in my lungs. You know, that for some people, that's just a song. But for me, it's life. Because I know that had had the enemy had the plan on my life, I wouldn't be before kings and queens and rulers of nations, CEOs. I wouldn't be running Mm -hmm. a high ticket coaching program for some of the top level executives and and multi-multi-millionaires. I believe that our we get caught so many times, Lydia, 
in what happened to us that we don't realize that if we can just let go of the emotional connection to it, the hurt of the abuse or the molestation or the failure or the bankruptcy, and we realize, okay, it happened, can't change it. Right. Now, what am I going to do with Nick Vojcic is a really cool guy. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's the guy that doesn't have arms and legs. He was right. born that way. And it's not like he can wake up and go, I'm going to change this. Uh, mm-hmm. He's believing for a miracle, I'm sure. But what he has to do at some point, because he went through depression and, you know, people said he would always be in a wheelchair. And he decided if this is the life I've been given, if this is the lot I've been cast, if this is the gift God has given me, then what I make of it is my gift back to God. So I'm going to make something out of this little square body without arms and legs. And he's speaking around the world. He's talking to schools, high schools. He's teaching people how to, no matter what you've been given, Mm -hmm. it's a gift to you. What you make of it is your gift back to God. And I think that is in business, we have, there's no such thing as a successful business without incredible setbacks, Mm -hmm. without dark, dark nights where you feel like in the midnight hour, I need a miracle. I need something to break through. But it's an amazing thing when you keep on keeping on, which were the last words of my other grandma before she passed away at 94. She looked at me and she said, baby, just keep on keeping on. And that means don't give up, let up or shut up until God takes you up because there's a plan and a purpose for why he has placed you here. There's a reason for the breath in your lungs and a reason why maybe right now you haven't quite hit tipping point in your business. And and so if you're going through hell, keep going. If you're struggling, find some people around you. This is what we call a sweet spot audit. Find some people, some energy producers around you Mm -hmm. that can hold you up. And even when you're crying and makeup in your pillow and you got mascara everywhere, that they're going to be there saying, don't you dare give up. This is a a chapter. This isn't the story. Mm. Chapters have to be written in order to make great novels. But let's keep writing. The pen is in your hand. Write your future. Absolutely. And even there, oh my God, you're amazing. You touched on so many different parts that resonated with me um, from your grandmother saying, keep on keeping on. My mother used to say, keep going. That's that was uh, all she had to say as far as her word of encouragement. May she rest in peace as well. But she was always just say, just keep going, keep going. Anything I did that was ever since I was a little girl, she would say, keep going. Like she didn't say mm. congratulations or anything like that. She just always said, keep going. So when you said that, that made me rem- remember my mother. So thank you for that, for the kind of bring her into this real quick. Um, but also all of that, that she, that people go through when they go through those dark times, of course, sometimes going through it alone is, is, is hard. Mm. It's tough. It's tough. So you being a coach, you being someone that is there for people to be able to help them through those times, what are some of the ways that they can work with you? Or what are some of the ways that you help them to kind of stop their thoughts, get it together and find that strength and change that mindset so they could keep pushing through? You know, I think we've come out of a season where people didn't want to admit they needed help. They didn't want to say, oh, I have a coach because I want to be the coach. And so Mm -hmm. we went through really a, a couple of decades where we didn't talk about people who had psychologists or people who had therapists or people who had coaches. It was kind of like on the down low. And today, of course, I'm an athlete. So I played basketball for many years. I'm a black belt in karate. And so there's no way I could have gotten chosen for the Junior Olympics, let's just say. There's no way I would have been chosen if I didn't have great coaches. Because even in the gym, uh, you know, when you're training, I might have an intention to do 12 reps. 
but it's that it's that coach or that trainer beside you that says, "Oh, come on, you got two more in you. Give it to me. Give me, give me two more. Give me two more. Not push it through. You know, you give me one more. Give me one more. What are they doing? They're they're, they're pushing you past your personal best mm. in order to get you out of your comfort zone into a place where you can thrive in your best life. So many people operate in beast mode, which is where I'm going to push. I'm going to punch. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to grind through it." in my own effort. So they go through all these free courses and they go through all these trying to do it themselves. But when you move out of beast mode and you really align with the voices, I call it say alignment precedes assignment. When you align with the right people, the right coaches, the right places, the right organizations, you are able to move from beast mode into best mode because you start to take the knowledge that other people have had before you. And even more so than just extracting it out of a book, which I'm a big avid reader and I teach people to just be avid readers, but you're able to actually have that audible voice holding you accountable. So we do something called the seven day ultimate life and business reset. It's a seven day free mastery course. Mm-hmm. And this is really the entry. Level. We know that not everybody's going to be able to jump. We're, we're a pretty high ticket offer in what we do because we work with top level CEOs and influencers and entrepreneurs who are really really serious about what they're doing. Um, But knowing that we won't hit everybody, we want to give to everybody. So we do a seven day full immersion and it is intense because I don't hold back. You know, I'm just going to give them little morsels. I do at least an hour every single day of direct coaching, getting people to hit the reset button so that they can build that Mm purpose-driven, faith-based, highly profitable. It's really important that people understand profits over money. A lot of people do MMA, money-making activities. Like I I have a lot of folks that are in real estate, insurance, network marketing, and they'll say, oh, well, we're a team that produces uh, 5.3 million. But that doesn't mean that they're making profits. It means that they're doing revenues, but not profits. We want to teach people how to have a highly profitable, which means you've got to have infrastructure in place. Okay. You've got to understand your 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 what you have your end goal in mind, the numbers that you need to be producing for your family, beyond your bills, beyond your uh, overhead. And, and so the profits that you make is really where you create the generational wealth. Right. It's where you create duplicatable wealth that you can then invest in other things and other people. And so that seven days, we really dive in and, and share the principles and the strategies, uh, the 1% method, the sweet spot audit. We have something called the big boom business launch. Uh, boom stands for break out of mediocrity, which is a mindset reset. Uh, we have some very specific things that we share in the week, including time expansion, so that people can get, if they never did anything with us, right. I want them to feel like they could walk away and go, my life was just changed, which means that's it's a transactional week. Not, I mean, it's a transformational week, not just a transactional week. And uh, so they can go to fbfchallenge.com, get registered for that. And uh, we run them about every six to eight weeks because we are very, very, uh, we believe in serving at the highest level. I don't mm-hmm. think you can outgive God. And the more we give, and we've given to tens of thousands of people, um, the more we give, God brings the right people into our programs so that we can help raise up the voice of a new generation, influencers that want to shift the narrative of this crazy, 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 crazy world that we live in. I believe this is a season where some new voices like yours are about to rise up. And people who have been obscure, I always say obscurity is the enemy of expansion. When obscurity dissipates and you learn the strategies to give you visibility, 
Yeah. Now all of a sudden you become the voice of a new generation. Right, right. And and being someone who's in the branding space who helps people to package themselves and market themselves. Yes. So they need that voice. It's I, I am realizing that God is using me to be able to help with those new voices that are coming along as well. So that's I'm it. very I'm very aware of the gift that God has given me in a position he's put me in. And that's why even me, I'm looking to get coaches and people that I can work with to help mm-hmm. me fine tune because I'm in a space where working with people, they come to me with their baby, they come to me with their little business and their idea. And if I say the wrong thing or miss, like if I'm not aligned and ready, right. it can really throw them off, you know? So I feel it's important for me to go back and get the training and the the knowledge and the, the assistance that I need to be well prepared for them. Before every discovery call, I pray, I meditate, mm-hmm. and I make sure I'm in alignment just for that reason. So thank you for sharing that. And Stacey, if you don't create a book of Staceyisms, I'm going to steal If you don't do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Maybe we should collaborate on that. We can do it. Yes, we can partner book. on that. I would love <laughs> to partner on that because, I mean, all of the amazing things that you said that just sometimes people like reiteration and they like the the repetitiveness of the phrases and catch catch phrases and things like that. For some people, it resonates with them. It's easy for them to use and repeat and things like that. So, or even just have it around their house. I would love to be able to have a lot of the things you said just around <laughs> as affirmations, you know, yeah. maybe it's a book of affirmations, but speaking of books, you're not new to books, right? <laughs> you have several True. books that you've written and your newest book is Fueled by Fire. Talk to us about that book. What inspired it? What, what's, mm-hmm. what is it about? What can someone learn from reading the book? Just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'd love to say that I was in a deep spot and I was like, I've got to write this book. And I was so inspired to write to women. And that would be a total lie. Um, (laughs) I actually, prior to this book and the Fueled by Fire movement, I was 64%, my following was 64% men because I'm a bit of a, I'm tenacious in in corporate America. I'm a negotiator. I'm, I'm, I'm a shrewd negotiator that I always... I, I fight and I advocate for the God idea, mm. not just the profit idea. I always, I want, I want God's best. So that means I'm often fighting for underdogs. And um, so b- knowing that, that means I don't take a whole lot of, um, I'm just not a softy touchy feet. That's why my shirt says warriors don't retreat. They reload. I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. I love getting in the ring and I love giving the devil a black eye on any mm. person. He said, you can't, you won't, you're too little, you're too white, you're too black, you're too skinny, you're too fat, whatever it is that I'm going to fight. I'm going to stand up and raise up a generation of women and men so that they can say, if they can do it, I can do it. And so in my, in my own personal journey, I have found that, um, being strong is often a, a time where I've got to, I got to back down and I got to be soft. I got a call one day from a publisher that said, Stacy, we love what you do. It's very targeted towards men. Can you write a book for women? Wow. And at first I was like, well, it's not really what I do. And truth be told, it goes back to a, a wound that I had when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. My best friend slept with my boyfriend. Wow. I walked in on him and I was like, you can't trust women. And so I spent 15 years of my life not targeting my very, probably my sweet spot, my, my, my niche, what I should be going and speaking to. So this company comes and they said, would you write a book? And, and they started talking about titles and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling it. And when God lays something on you, I always say, 
obedience. This is a scripture. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. And I knew I would have to sacrifice some of my hurts and my trust factor for women to go into the, what I called it, the pit of lions. Cause I felt like, man, women can hurt you like nobody else. If anybody's ever been wounded by a girl or wounded by a girlfriend or a friend, then you know that that could be a negative thing. Well, God broke me out of that and made me an Esther to a generation of women, a mouthpiece to say, I'm going to help raise up. And of course we've got, we're now 65% women and, and we've also got men and husbands and that in our program. But that book, the title of that book was uh, Fueled by Fire, How to Become a Woman of Courage, uh, Faith and Influence. And really it talks, it tells how I've been able to operate at the highest level of efficiency in the marketplace with my faith, Mm. not not burying it. Anybody that has hired me, uh, even corporations that are highly, highly not faith-based, they just know when you get me, you're going to get a very dedicated faith-based CEO or CMO at the time. Now I don't take on corporate positions anymore, but in those seasons of telecom and all the companies that we were raising up, uh, I was just a tenacious woman, but my faith is my standards. It's my North star. And so if you're going to connect with me, we're going to probably talk about love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. And, and one of the things you asked earlier on is how have you been able to keep that apart? You cannot use your belief system to judge other people for where they don't hit up to your standards. I learned a long time ago, let, I can't change the world around me, but I can change the world within me. I can't make other people be nice and kind and love. I can't even teach. I can't even make my children do that, but I can lead by example and I can be a woman of faith, a woman of integrity, a woman of compassion, a woman of generosity. And I believe more is caught than taught. And so this book is about sharing a bunch of my stories about how I was able to negotiate in specific boardrooms, how I was able to get past very big obstacles like the house burning down and major corporate. And when I've had big executives that have spoken ill against me, how as a woman, do you operate in today's marketplace with courage, faith, influence, and tenderness? And that's the key that you can be a warrior but every warrior is a child and the child part balances us out so that we're not, we don't have to go after some feminist agenda that women over men, or I've got to have my place. I believe that God is so much bigger than that. I don't care if you're a man or woman, white, black, skinny, fat. What I care about is, are you on a North star trajectory to things that matter most in this life? And if you are, I want to partner with you in order to help you get everything out of life that God has created for you. That is amazing. And again, it resonated with me when you said that you were in the beginning that you mostly worked with men and that you kind of, they kind of, you probably had an affinity for men. I mean, granted you went through that situation, but that resonated with me because my, my core, I guess, client base is men as well. And that's kind of where Mm -hmm. my affinity is. Um, more so because I have an amazing relationship with my father. I have my brothers. I've seen great men around me and mm-hmm. I just have such an affinity to them. And I connect with them because I see their hurt and I see their pain and I kind of am able to put myself in their shoes. So I've always been that home girl. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I've always right. been the home girl. So um, with that came the, the thing where, because I was always the home girl, I was not always the dateable one. So right. trying, to, trying to get past that has been a, has been a challenge for myself, but that kind of transitioned into me t- tapping more into my feminine energy, kind of like you said, mm-hmm. and kind of really figuring out what makes my 
femininity really a value to them in that space. Cause there's something about me that makes them feel vulnerable and able to connect with me and speak and be able to just be themselves. So trying to see how I was able to do that. And you talking about how God used you and then took you to the women to be a voice for the women as well. It's just amazing to see how he's able to just use you in all those different capacities, those different spaces and places. Mm -hmm. And just when you thought you had it figured out, (laughs) right. I was like, ah, I know (laughs) I, I like, he was able to shift your mindset so he's your coach as well, right? So he was Man, to I have the most customizable coaching program I'm in. The Holy Spirit, he knows me. He knows my good, my bad, my ugly, my yes. sweet, my nasty. He knows every part of me. And he knows who to put in front of me mm-hmm. in order to make sure. You know, in 2020, uh, of course, I, I have such an incredible story about 2020. I know we don't have time to talk about it, maybe on another uh, yes. episode. But uh, we had the best year of our lives in 2020. God gave me a dream about 2020. And so we were able to prep and be ready for what happened. Mm -hmm. But in 2021, we launched the Fueled by Fire movement. So the book was already out. We launched the Fueled by Fire movement. And that first year, I distinctly knew this will be a year for women. We will focus on women. We'll focus on the book. The, the principles of the book. Now the book, anybody can read it because it's just principles, right? Mm-hmm. But I do speak with a feminine language and a feminine um, message inside of it. And, and that year it was women, mm-hmm. women, women, women. We had, a, you know, we were running hundred thousand dollar plus launches, every single launch. Women were hungry for leadership yeah. coming out of COVID, but towards October of 2021, I had a, another dream and it, it, it was that we're getting ready to target men. And so it would be a lot of couples coming in. Well, 2021 uh, or 2022 became a lot of couples coming in and men signing up, wanting to get their wives involved or right. women signing up, wanting to get their fiancés involved. And so it became very joint. So it welcomed my husband in to where he became on air. Now and we do everything together. Like we're literally usually within oh six God. feet of each other all the time. So even in 2022, we had felt this is going to be a season where it's going to be family now. So my son, my daughter, my husband, all of them are trainers and coaches inside of Fueled by Fire. So now we're bringing in Gen Z. Uh, We've got so much. My kids are 21 and 22 years old. It's amazing when you just, again, be present with what God's asked you to do. He'll bring the next ingredient Yes. in order to give you expansion. And so uh, it is, It's uh, obviously we have a, a lot of women because I'm female that follow. We have a lot of men, a lot of couples. And now we've got a nice, beautiful uh, fragrancing or seasoning of a lot of young people who are 25 and mm-hmm. under that recognize, I don't want to go through college and learn how they used to do it because this world is a different place. Yeah. I want to go through a po- coaching program like this and I want to learn how to live faith, family, finance, fitness, focus, freedom, fun today. I can't. I'm over it. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It's amazing what you're doing because now you're, you're creating a legacy, so to speak, because mm-hmm. now you're, it's, you're doing it with your family, for your family, for families. And then now it's something that they could pass down to their, the next generation, the next generation. It's amazing what you're doing, Stacey. And I'm, I'm Thank just you, honored Lydia. to be able to just become aware of it and be able to talk to you about it. And I want the book, first of all. Absolutely. It's I yours. I'll send you a copy. Yay. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I'm so excited. And I'm definitely, I would love for you to be part of the book club as well, because we do have a, a book club that we started based off of all the amazing guests that have been on the show who have a book. And the idea is to create this book club where people can read the books by these coaches and authors and mm-hmm. then come back and talk about it together. And also maybe even have the author come and do a, a reading of sorts and kind of just talk about the book to that group of other mm-hmm. coaches and all of that. Just a way to be able to support each other on this level, you know, because mm-hmm. coaches need coaches too. We need to be able to get together and just impart in, in each other. And just, it's just, I just think it would be a great space to be able to do that and just share each other's knowledge. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. For I would sure. love to bring you back for that. But thank you so much, Stacey. Again, how can everyone find information about you, about the book, about the programs, about everything you're doing? Well, first thing, go get registered, fbfchallenge.com. That'll get you registered for the free seven-day mastery course. And then if you want to see our nonprofit organization, some of the other things that we do, you can go to stacywallace.com, S-T-A-C-I-W-A-L-L-A-C-E.com. And uh, you can see EM Women. We rescue and restore the lives of women and girls who've gone through all kinds of crazy stuff and uh, difficult trafficking, molestation, domestic violence. Uh, So everything we do in Fueled by Fire Uh, we are feeding into that nonprofit organization and helping as many women as possible. Absolutely. That's amazing. And if you have any galas or events, please let me know. I would love to support. I know you're in Texas and I love Houston. So are you around Houston? Are you close to Houston? Yeah, we are about two and a half hours. Oh, nice. Nice. So yeah. So if you have anything, invite me. I go by corporate socialite. So I'm all about being at events that support businesses and entrepreneurs and all of that. So I would love to be a part of what you're doing. I think it's amazing. Love it. Excellent. Well, we'll make it a date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much again, Stacey, for being part of the show, for being part of this community, for becoming part of this family. Um, we're so grateful to have you and grateful to be able to talk to you. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. You as well. Thank you. <laughs> Lydia here. Thank you so much for listening to Leaders on the Rise. If you are a successful CEO, founder, C-suite executive, decision maker, successful business leader, or an influential entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit pierrebrandinggroup.com slash podcast to apply. If you got something out of this interview you would like to share on social media, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag leaders on the rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, pierrebrandygroup.com, or follow me on LinkedIn and Instagram at LydiaPierre underscore. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.